Welcome to Beautiful Imperfection. We are so happy you're here. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week our identity in Christ. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. Let's get started. So we left off talking about Stanley. (laughs) And Stanley (laughs) was just kind of a um, representation representation of anything that we put in our life that we think um, needs to be there apart from what maybe God has for us. Or we think that it's something that we need to enrich our life mm-hmm. when God has already enriched us with all that we need right. when we're following him and his purpose. So um, from there, we were talking about friendships mm-hmm. and things like that and how we were, how it affects our kids and how it affects us as grown yes. women. Yes. And as friends, it's like you want to have that friend when you go somewhere that we judge, obviously, just right off the bat on looks, because that's all you have is that visual look of like, OK, well, they've got their Stanley or whatever the hot mm-hmm. thing is. And 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 they have the, the trend or whatever I'm wearing and the thing I do. So I'm going to go talk to that person because that's that comfortability that we all mm-hmm. have. And and, you know, there's nothing on the surface, super wrong with that or, you know, but, but it's what it represents kind of like what we're talking about with, uh, with that status symbol. So it's okay to have things in common yes, and that kind of thing when we're doing that. Mm And I think not to copy, right. And that's what I'm trying. How did you keep your kids fam, you know, in raising a daughter and a son, just like you, you have, you know, two boys and a girl. How did you, how'd you teach them to be themselves and themselves in you know, Christ in themselves at first, you know, obviously as a little kid before they became, um, well, they were always believers, but you know, mm-hmm. before they actually, uh, took the step of salvation. Right. What do you and do? You, yeah. It, it was very, it's very difficult. Um, I think it may be even harder mm-hmm. now. And I think they are experiencing now that with their children, oh, Yeah. but we used to tell them a lot, you know, it's okay if there's something different, Mm -hmm. that if it's against something that the Bible says or it's okay to be different from that. Um, it's a, you reach out to those people, you're kind to those people, but Mm -hmm. you don't have to be them. Mm -hmm. And if there's ever a time that you get in a situation that you feel like is taking you in a direction you don't want to be, or you shouldn't be, or you can't get out of it, Mm -hmm. use us as a reason. Yeah. Just say, my mom and dad do not allow that. So mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yep. I remember one time when Jared was at a spend the night party um, and for one of his friends and they were going to watch a movie that he was not sure was appropriate. So he called us mm-hmm. and asked, can I watch this movie? It was the hardest thing because it was one of those things where it, no, that's not really a movie that we would allow you to watch. And if you were to watch it, we would want to be with you in order to explain some of those things. Navigate. Yeah. Yeah. And so he called and, and we said uh, to him, um, we, we don't want you to watch it, but I know, you know, you're going to probably go, do you need to come home? Do you Mm want to stay? He, so he ended up saying, yeah, just come pick me up and just, mm. you know, and I said, just give them the reason that we, you know, we need you to come home now. And, and, um, so that's what we did. Yeah. And so I was very proud of him for doing that. Um, that's a very difficult thing for kids to right. do. 
And uh, speaking of kids, you can hear mine because it's summer, Pam, and they're <laughs> yeah. here with me. So well, they're, you know, you're going to hear them in the background of this okay. podcast today because, you know, that's just, that's mom life. You that's know? right. And, and we're and, talking about being real today. Mm-hmm, this, is it real. Is, this is real. This is being real. And, you know, and the fact that I'm having this open conversation in front of those little eight-year-old ears that are 18, you know, in personality, mm-hmm. um, you know, she... She does every day. I pick her up from school and it's like, what's this mom or who's this? Mm-hmm. And the other day it was Miley Cyrus. Who's Miley Cyrus? And I guess, you know, Hannah Montana, the old episodes are now on Which are Disney so Plus. Cool. Right. Yeah. But Miley Cyrus now, I'm like, oh, what Miley Cyrus do you mean? Do you mean, you know, what, what? Do, you mean do you mean the Hannah? Uh, yeah. Or Wrecking Ball, uh, you know, <laughs> the exactly. one who was like flying through the I'm air. Coming you know. in like a yes. And, and I mean, who doesn't love her new song? You know, the buy some flowers. I can yeah. buy my own flowers or I whatever. Can buy myself flowers, uh-huh. yeah. um, so I think a lot of us have danced around the house feeling like that. But, um, <laughs> but my eight year old, not so much, you know? Um, so I'm like, okay. So, and I never want it to seem, and, and that's like the advice I need from you is I never want it to seem like it's negative or bad because I don't want her to look down on or form opinions or think things. But sometimes my reaction, I can't help but like, they said, what? Or mm-hmm. you did what? Or you think, and, and she's like, are you mad? And I was like, no, 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 I'm not mad. I'm just kind of right. surprised or shocked. And, yeah. and because I want her to always be able to tell me everything. Right. I mean, that's my biggest fear. And our reaction a lot of times will dictate that because if they feel like Uh (laughs) F-E-E-L, that it upset you Mm -hmm. or me or their dad or whoever, Mm -hmm. the the important, you know, the parents in their lives. Right. If there's something that is, they start feeling the shame of that, even though. They haven't done anything. So I think one of the things, and I've learned, I wish I had learned this earlier too. You mm-hmm. can ask me anything. Yeah. And you can talk about anything as long as I'm here to talk about it with you and you're not disrespectful. Okay. Yeah. Um, because if it becomes this thing where you just want to do it just because you want to get my goat or mm-hmm. whatever, as we used to say yes. growing up. Yeah. They, um, they like that shock they, factor. Yeah. yeah. Then it becomes a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really need to be aware and willing to talk about those hard things mm-hmm. and explain those things. I know that all those things were there when my kids were little, but it's so much more pronoun- pro um accepted and pronounced Mm -hmm. now in a different way that everything is pronounced is not the right word, but you know what I'm trying to say? It's just, it's present. It's it's present, ever present, always in front of them. And in every area of their life, they hear things. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things that we, we need to be aware that our first reaction maybe should not be shocked. Mm-hmm. That they see, even though on right. the inside, we're like, oh. yes, yes. I'm like, okay, I don't want to shut her down. And it's like, it will be at those pivotal transitional times in the day. And y'all know what I'm talking about. It'll be on the drive to school mm-hmm. as she's opening the door to get out. She'll like lay a bombshell on and me. And you get and, to think about that all day. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, no, don't get it. Wait, oh, you know, yeah. like, let's finish that combo. Or like, then it is, are they trying to get my goat in that it's bedtime and it's pushing off bedtime? You know, mm-hmm. is this a real conversation or is this just, you're just trying to delay something? Um, or she'll just get really sad and like feel denied. Mm. And then, you know, she's, she's in Awana and she has finished, um, Sparky's y'all. She, she's now going to move on to TNT, which she legit calls 
teenagers in training is what she thinks TNT stands for. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, that's it, truth. I think truth and training or something, training and truth. I don't know. I'm going to learn as a TNT mom. But but so um, she knows a lot of scripture that applies to this. So um, I try to go to the Bible and, you know, I opened up 1 John 2, 15 while we were sitting here. And it's, you know, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in them. And it's like, that's really hard to talk to an eight-year-old about because there are things we love here in the world. But I think the word love is to surface for the eight-year-old. You have to kind of go deeper and explain Mm -hmm. what kind of love. We get that because we understand all these different ways to love. And here in this passage, what I think... um, what I understand it to mean, and you can help me with it, is it really means like obsessed, like mm-hmm. love, like obsessive love, mm-hmm. passionate love for something where you've put it over top of everything else. Mm-hmm. So when we're bringing it back to the Stanley and to those things and and filling our cup up with things, um, it's okay to have a Stanley. It's okay to have these things, but what's the reason behind it? Mm-hmm. And then are you using it because you love the world and love the consumerism of the world and you love being of the world. And then that's when it's the cross the line. And so as, as live with little kids and with teenage kids, it's what is that line is, you know, I remember, you know, everybody wants to be part of the trend. Um, when I was a kid, it was all the things that are in now crop tops and, uh, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. acid wash things and, you know, the eighties, nineties neon, the, um, you know, the, the, baggy clothes that covers everything on you, but yet you still show your tummy or what it's like paper sack on. And then it's like that, or like the, the, the platform shoes, the different things. And you wanted to look on trend, but, but there's a line, you know, and it's like, as a parent, I think it's our job and our responsibility to help our kids toe that line. And, and where, and how do you know when it crosses? So it's like, when you go to this passage in the Bible, it's sometimes, you know, you want to break it down to your kid that this is not where the world is. I think, you know, it goes on down to say the world is passing away. Right. You know, the world is dying. It is decaying. Our bodies that are here in the world, they don't last forever, mm-hmm. but, um, but our spirit does. And and I want them to be eternally with Jesus in heaven. And, you know, it's, it's deep, but it's like, that's where we're at is every day. I'm, I'm faced as a mom with salvation, with my mm-hmm. kids, eternal happiness every day. Right. And I don't, it's just crazy. And it does, you mentioned consumer as one of Mm -hmm. the things. And I think that passage, the love that it talks about is being all consumed Mm -hmm. by whatever the affection is, Mm -hmm. whatever you're, and as a parent, I think it's very, there's a, there is a balance there where we have to look at it and say, okay, is this a hill upon which to die? That's, Mm -hmm. that's the thing. So are they dressing in such a way that just, I don't want you to do that just because I don't like the look. That's, mm-hmm. n- that's not a good reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they dressing in such a way that could bring um, things to them that you don't want? That's a good reason. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's that too. I know I used to joke around about my, my boys in particular. My, my daughter was always extremely modest mm-hmm. um, growing up. Um, and then my boys would have this style that they wanted. Brandon was always really kind of pretty much, you know, clean, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Jared was my boy that just loved 
the out there kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And I loved that about him because he was always adventurous and loved that adventure. But I mean, sometimes I'd look at him and think, buddy, and there was nothing wrong with what he was wearing. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you have worked really hard to look that bad. (laughs) (laughs) But that is, but that was a, that I say that to say that was more yeah. of a personal preference, not right. that there was anything wrong with what he was doing. Yep. He used to take his jeans and cut them mm-hmm. and put those patches in like we like used to be, you know, in the 70s and mm-hmm. the hippie movement. And mm-hmm. he would do that. And it, I mean, you know, it was really it was kind of cute, but mm-hmm. there was no reason for me. not. And then when and then he had crazy hairdos and yeah. tried to keep up with all that. And But there is was he nothing the oldest, wrong with it. He's he, the middle. He's the middle. OK. Yeah. And uh, there was nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it might not be what you would have preferred or what mm-hmm. somebody in the church might have preferred. But mm-hmm. I really don't care no. what somebody in the church preferred yeah. as long as it's not against mm-hmm. the scripture or what God's yeah. saying. And, and I think a lot of times, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of times as parents, we're like, mm-hmm. you know, we have that gut reaction oh, of, yes. wow, I can't, you know, I can't let, I can't let them show up like that. I can't mm-hmm. let them, you know, and there are times that that is appropriate. Mm-hmm. But if it's our, if our first instinct is to say no, and we don't really have a good reason, we mm-hmm. shouldn't say no. Yeah. So they're going to want to know, why are you saying no? Yes. And then you have to be able to come up with it in a way that the lawyer in the backseat of your car, yes. <laughs> because Lord mercy, they're yeah. all lawyers Yeah, yeah. in the backseat of the car. And I love my son because I'll just say, oh, we need to change this shirt. And, um, and my daughter just looked at me like, oh, you don't love me. I love you too, kid. <laughs> but what I mean is I love about what my son will do. They'll say is we have to wear this. Okay. Yeah. The end. And Aurora will be like, why? What am I doing? And she always, you know, uh, dresses, you know, to me, like she's more fashionable than I am, but, but the want of whatever the current thing is, is what to me, I have to just, I always second guess, am I mitigating it? Um, I had no idea I was going so far in the other direction and that's what I didn't want either. I didn't want to be the mom that when she would go to her friend's house, she'd be somebody else. You know, I want my kid to be authentically who she is in Christ and, mm-hmm. and, and be herself in the way that, you know, um, she has authenticity, um, around me or at another friend's house or with grandma or with aunt or at school. I want the same kid across all of those places. And I think today, uh, society, the world is allowing kids to be different people. And that's acceptable because all of us parents are just kind of like shell shock sometimes about things. And, um, I, we were at a birthday party down at, um, Waterford Lakes, you know, so, okay. There's all these like shops at Waterford Lakes here in the Orlando area. Um, and there was a Claire's boutique and I grew up going to Claire's cause you were in the mall, you know, every time I went to the mall, you go to Claire's and you, you know, you go into the different stores, but I'd never taken my kid into a Claire's and she's like, Oh, I went, and I was like, well, let's go. And Mm -hmm. she thought it was something that was like taboo or forbidden to go into a Claire's because her friends at school talk about going to Claire's and they buy the little clip on earrings or yeah, a lot of her yeah. friends have ears peers and, and the clip in hairs big now mm-hmm. with the different colors, you right. know, and she was shocked and like tickled that, that mommy was letting her buy color hair to clip in. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. And she's like, and it was like, almost like this, like release of anxiety, mm-hmm. a la- like a, like a, like a, like tension had been released between me and my kid. Because I let her buy dangle poofy earrings yeah. and, and color hair. And that's great. And I'm like, but no, I'm like, 
was I that stuffy? <laughs> that stuffy as a mom? And sometimes, or I, I can not think I'm some, that stuffy as a mom. Oh. Sometimes they get their own ideas of mm-hmm. things, just like we do. We yeah. perceive something to be truth, and it's not yeah. always. But So I, that leads me kind of into how different is that mm. from what we do as adults? Mm. And why is it hard for women to have close friendships? And I think sometimes mm-hmm. we think, okay, well, I can, I can just rent a friend. We can mm-hmm. rent a friend. Yep. Now, if you're on a Hallmark movie, you can rent a fiance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's not real. No. So, and, or you have your friend in different circumstances. Like, oh, that's yeah. my my mom friend through this, or that's mm-hmm. my friend. We put them in boxes. And yeah. it's like, I'm accessible to these friends, but you don't have like a whole friend. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I, th- I think uh, there's there's a few things that I have looked up and thought about and just thinking about some of the reasons. And this is not an exhaustive list, but let's mm-hmm. talk about some of these. One is um, surface encounters mm-hmm. and good intentions. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned that um, a little bit when you're talking about in the parking lot, we see people when we exchange numbers over the summer. Yes. And yeah. And so that is sometimes the the way that we become better friends, obviously. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just we exchange numbers and nothing ever happens. So close friendships are hard to come by. One, because of that. The second thing, I think we're all so crunched for time. Mm-hmm. And okay. And so it's one of those hard things that we're trying to navigate because you want to have that. But how can I, what do I need to drop? in order for that to happen. So I'm going to stop here today and we're going to uh, pick up right here on um, the crunch for time being a, a reason for it to be hard for us to have good relationships and friendships. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, You are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How how can my identity be in Christ? And you've never received Him. I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.